Welcome back to Movie Drunks, where we get drunk, we watch movies, and sometimes we talk about the movie. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. I might throw up. And it's my birthday. Happy birthday, Dan. And Why it's... am I the one throwing up? Yeah, I might be also by the end of the night. Hey, there we go, bud. Oh, probably not. But yeah. <laughs> you're um, 54, right? Close. 25. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're old. Yeah, I am old. Um, yeah, compared to you two, yeah, I'm definitely yeah. old. The fuck? Well, three year age difference. Two year for you. Three. Two and a half. Three. Two and a half. Fine, yeah. two and a half. I'll give it to you. Yeah, you turned 23 in November. Shop, Bob. <laughs> Don't remind me. Okay. Isn't why it likes you when you're 23? Uh. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to the rules. Of, oh, we didn't even say what the movie is right, this week. What so, would you say? So, uh, I chose Dan the movie. Is already drunk, apparently. Uh, obviously. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, <clears throat> yes, the movie I chose for my birthday episode is the movie Crash. It's got an all-star ensemble cast from Sandra Bullock to Don Cheadle, Terrence Howard, um, Matt Dillon. Wait, both roadies are in this movie? Both roadies are in this movie. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Thandie Newton, etc. A uh, bunch of people in this movie. Um, and it's it's honestly the movie that got me into film, I think. At least I watched it in high school in my either creative writing class or 10th grade writing 10th grade English language arts, whatever you want to call it, English ELA. class. No, it's English. It was just English at that point. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't ELA. We're at past, that point. We're past we're uh, way elementary past that. school. Wow, I don't know where that came from. Just out of the deep recesses of my mind. Um, but yeah, recess. So, <laughs> recess. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the rules for Crash. So we got take a drink whenever a gun is shown, take a drink whenever a car is damaged. Anytime there is obvious racial tension or discrimination happening. Hey, bro, that's the whole movie. You haven't even seen it. I know about the movie. It's like, <laughs> that's the whole movie. Whenever anyone cries, which is also the whole movie as well. <laughs> um, whenever the St. Christopher is shown or mentioned. I don't know what the St. Christopher even is. I think it's a church. I don't fucking know. Oh, uh, probably. Maybe a statue, maybe. Uh, um, uh. Whenever a phone call is made or received, we drink as well. And I'm going to say... We finish our drink when uh, Michael Pena's daughter saves his life. Oh. That's when we're going to finish our drink. Okay. <clears throat> cool. Michael Pena's in it. I forgot. Yes, Michael Pena is also in the movie. <laughs> and yeah, we'll leave it at that. Let's get to it. Three, two, one. So uh, we have a lot to unpack. Dude. Okay. <laughs> So, so, Danny, what's the first thing you want to say about this movie that you um, have said multiple times that you're like, oh, this movie might not deserve the Oscar it got? I completely disagree with my former statement. This movie has so fucking much. Dude, I can't. Dude, I don't even know. Like, okay, it's a really good. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Him, like, like I wish, I wish we did commentary for this one. Just yeah, because I know. like, yeah, move that a little bit. What are, they, what are you Here, doing with your mic? Oh, there we go. Oh, there you go. So I can look at you better. Oh, okay. Oh no, she, step she left. left. Yeah, it's okay. All right. Um, so there's so much with this movie that like, it's just so good. 
<laughs> yeah, like so basically you say it deserved the best picture that it got. I think yeah, I think it did because it, it's not like it's not like um Green Book. Yeah. Where racism bad. No, nope, we not don't like say that. that. We don't say that. <laughs> this in this movie, it's like, hey, everything's bad. All people are terrible, except for certain, like like one character, except for the one. <laughs> Some get redeemed. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. Like Jesus. That that's one of the things I want to bring up. Like for this movie, um, in some way or another, every character gets redeemed, and it all kind of comes full circle for all of them. Like they all kind of like learn from their mistakes, except for maybe one of them. But like he, <laughs> as you said at the very end, like you don't think Ludacris's character really learned his lesson. But no, like, bro, like a dude is like he's like it, he's, uh, he's bitching about the the black stereotypes, and it's like, listen, I get you, I get your I get your your plight and everything, and then he's like, but then he curves into him. And he's like, "Yeah, get out of the car. I'm stealing yeah, your car. We, have, we, we got guns. We got guns. We got guns. <laughs> like, oh fuck. Okay, so you're this character. And then his redeeming quality is releasing people from human trafficking. Yep. Now, I don't know about you, but that seems like the bare minimum. Yeah, right. The bare minimum for for like, oh, these people are chained up and like <laughs> taken from their country. Yeah, yeah, against yeah. their against their will, and there's children there too." Let's release him and then calls him dopey fucking Chinaman. That's from the movie. Oh, man. You ran over Chinaman. <laughs> like, Dude, what the <laughs> fuck? These guys are awful. Like, <laughs> like that what is the fuck? One of the first things I think of from this movie, which is kind of sad, but like, uh, besides oh the, the big iconic scene, which we'll get to in a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. um. Which, again. <laughs> What the fuck, dude? Yeah. I, my mouth was agape. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what the I saw. Fuck, you're like, like oh. but, I'm like, um, are they actually doing? This? And then they didn't. But well, let's go into that a little bit. But like, let's start with y- the guy who plays Jensen in Iron Man. Yeah, um, he, I just called him Jensen the whole time. Yeah, Jensen. He's he starts off as a good guy. Like, oh, like, hey, I'm. I he has a language barrier, obviously. Yeah, and then he's he's just trying to make a living, and then all this kind of like comes crumbling down and he ends up becoming the bad guy. Like it's kind of the reverse of what happens with say, um, some of the other characters like Sandra Bullock character is the worst character I've ever seen her as. And I fucking hate her in yeah. this movie. Well, cause she's just so biased and just like, yeah, which is like, why well, I, I wanted to mention you like, cause like given, okay, I'm not saying that she was in the right, but she has her reasons. Okay. Because like she, well, the, her whole explanation was just like, I saw two black guys walking down the street. I got scared and I didn't say anything. And then something happened. Yeah. Because it's fucking ludicrous and fucking um, <laughs> Don Cheadle's brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so I can understand her reasons, but it's it's her failure to see that as a, an isolated incident. Yes. And puts that through the lens of like all black people. Yeah. That would that's her failure as a, as a character, but. I can see it's a very not relatable, but like I can see I can see why she I can I can connect the dots and see why she would she would make that statement. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, because she's kind of like, oh shit! I never thought this would happen. Like she's in shock, and like that's things you say out of shock and that kind of thing. You're like, yeah. but like she's telling looking her. back on it, like a day later, and then her friends aren't there for her and stuff like that. And then she realizes, oh, 
my housekeeper is the only real friend I have, which is yeah, that's saying a lot. Like she yeah. can't have anybody that she can count on, even not even her husband because he's yeah. always working. So like she, she counts on the person that she pays. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's which is like uh, okay, good for you, Sandy. You know, you're 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 learning. Yes, she's getting there. She <laughs> only has not like yeah. She only has five minutes of screen time the whole movie. And she's the top build character in the movie. Really? She's the top build and has five minutes of screen Fucking time. Fucking wow. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> she, she was, she, I feel like she was in it a lot more than she actually was, but like. She was only in two scenes, really. I mean, she was sporadic. Like, she was in a few. I think she's in like three or four, actually, though. I'm not thinking about it. Like, oh, there's, there's the walking oh, scene. Oh, there's the walking scene. And there's then, in her house the first time. There's in her house the second time. When she's on the phone, right? Yep. And, and then, then there's and then her in bed. Um, in bed, yeah. yeah. So four oh, scenes. Four scenes. So, yeah, she's got a few different scenes. Yeah, it was just like, mm. Yeah. I don't know. She's definitely, like, my least, like, paid attention to character. I think she was one of my least paid attention characters the first time as well. But... Ooh. Um, she okay, she has a small tiny arc her her like we're going like for like the least from <laughs> from like least awful or like most awful to least awful like um transformation or like <laughs> yeah so ludicrous is the actual absolute worst i <laughs> fuck his character yeah he does honestly because he calls him he, call, he still uses the slur Do- at the end of the movie dopey chinaman yeah Do- dopey chinaman <laughs> and it's like jesus I hope people understand the context of what we're saying. No, they. So. I, I'm sure they do. It's it's terrible. We do not condone the sayings of these we, things. Yeah. But like, <laughs> this is just us recounting. It's <laughs> like, who in the world would think to say a dopey Chinaman like this? Like, <laughs> what? What the fuck, man? Um, and then, so Sandra Bullock is slightly better, not much. Um, Soy Boy Beta Cuck, uh, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Doesn't do shit. In so this glad movie. you said that. <laughs> he's just, he's just fucking there, and like, what the fuck, man? Like, okay, so like, I'm not, I'm not. I see, I was, I'm drunk. So like, watching yeah. this movie, trying to understand what the fuck is going on with like the the black cop killing or no, the white cop killing the black cop, but he's also trafficking money, but he's undercover so, at the same time. So no, he was. From what I understand, the first few times watching this is that he was shot by a cop. He's a cop. He was shot by a cop. He was an undercover cop. Like who's he, the cop? <laughs> okay, the black guy was the undercover cop. Boy, so Lewis. I think that was Lewis, his name, Lewis. Yes, he was the undercover cop. He was shot by another cop. He didn't know that Lewis was undercover. Right, and then okay. there was ended up being money in that car, three hundred thousand dollars worth of money. But he was doing the illegal shit because he was undercover. He's yeah. We're not. I'm not exactly sure entirely on that whole story arc, but like, it's. But I, yeah. I think the whole point is that John Cheadle sells out his integrity. Yes. Because of like given given his background. Yeah, the whole interview basically that he has with uh, Fitchner, William yeah. Fitchner. Yeah, like it's oh my god, like that that scene is just rough. It's yeah. like. <laughs> Fucking black people, huh? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> Don't use dude. that out of context. No, people. it's not Jesus. out of context. We may have just had to censor you. It's okay. <laughs> uh, we're not going to censor you, but it's like this whole movie is a is like <sighs> okay. So like we were drinking a lot 
oh, so many, so much. Like every scene, racial tension, racial tension, racial tension. Crying and it, and like, guns. Crying <laughs> guns, fucking um, cars crashing, right? Uh, that was like one scene. We only really drank for one of those. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But like, okay, so this movie, okay, uh, this movie's, this movie is okay in my book because it really addresses as many aspects of like racial like disparities and tensions that you can mm-hmm. possibly think of. So you can, so like I like the fact instead of instead of like something like more simpler like Green Book where it's just like racism bad. I always like this. Yeah, thing. yeah. Um, this one attacks you know the irregular um you know white versus black. It attacks blue blue versus black. Um, it goes against like Middle East versus. Mexican, it goes Asian against. Um, yeah, it it doesn't really Mexican, like you know. It, it it really it really explores all the different aspects of different races against each other mm-hmm. and how we just kind of have to come together and it's like, you know, basically everyone sucks. Everyone sucks. Every literally everyone sucks in this movie except for Tandy Newton and fucking um. Tandy Newton, yeah. Tandy Newton, yeah. Uh, she's just caught in the middle of everything, <laughs> literally. Um, well, actually, no. Even she is kind of horrible because, like, she makes she like calls out Terrence Howard for not being a man, for not like sticking up. Like, bro, he could have died. Yeah, you know he could have I mean? died, but like, so maybe Terrence Howard is kind of like the like the most genuine soy boy character. Beta-cuck. Until soy boy beta cuck because he's just kind of like yeah <laughs> you know yeah except like Terrence Howard actually did something about it like on his own time with Ludacris so yeah, yeah. Ludacris is fucking awful in this movie oh man <laughs> his character sucks um so let's see okay so the two big thing wait hold on oh there's a lot of good subtle foreshadowing in this movie. Like, and I, I love it. Like from the blanks in the very beginning, like the red box, mm-hmm. like if you yeah. know anything about guns, like basically the red box is blanks and stuff like that. I did not know that actually. for the most part. If most of the time it is the red box is blanks. Okay. Cool. Um, so I have to ask my dad because he's fa- super into like that two way stuff, stuff. I think that's what it is. But like, yeah, you saw the video. It's a red box that his daughter takes away and like takes from the gun store and all that stuff. Yeah. And it ends up coming back and being at the very end, like, Oh shit. Blanks. Which is that, that fucking scene. So let's talk about that scene right now, since we're getting into <laughs> the most iconic scene in the movie. So the, let's talk about the build up to that scene. Like it's, it's Yinsen driving up in the late afternoon. He sees his, um, Michael Pena's daughter get off the bus, goes inside. Then Michael Pena eventually comes home. And then he's like, "All right, I'm gonna fucking corner this bitch." And well, yeah, well, well huh, maybe she would like say why Yinsen is going to Michael Payne. <laughs> to go yeah, because he okay. Well, so we'll 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 backtrack. Okay, 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 okay. You go ahead. Okay, so Yinsen doesn't speak English that very well. Doesn't understand it. Michael Pena is there as a contractor to fix his door, lock. the door to the, or the lock to his shop. And he says, hey, man, your door is fucked up, not your lock. Don't you, I'm not going to charge you for the lock. Just fix the door. Hire somebody to fix the door. And he's like, no, you fix the lock. And it, like, he doesn't understand him. Yeah, it's, it's one of those unfortunate things. He doesn't understand like the difference there. And it, it ends up costing him because the next day, his store is broken into like overnight. And it's, it's not pretty. Yeah. So he thinks it's... And then insurance um, doesn't cover it. Insurance doesn't cover it, and he thinks Michael Pena is like 
friends or him broke in and demolished all of his stuff which is a great aspect that i wouldn't like a lesser movie wouldn't have shown where like just like where like it doesn't have to always be like the white guy thinking badly of other cultures it, it can be middle eastern or like or like black distrusting of other races mm-hmm. other minority races which i think is very interesting you don't really see that yeah too much in in movies so i think it's very interesting to do include that um in this one no i completely agree um, but then, so now we're, we're fast forward a little bit back to where Yinsen, as we call him, he gets out of the, the car and corners Michael Pena, like as he gets out of his truck to go inside his house and puts a gun in his face and his daughter sees them like through the door of the, like the screen door or whatever. It's like, Oh, Hey, what's going on or whatever. And it, early in the movie, we're, we're going back again because his, <laughs> there's, um, Michael Pena didn't want his daughter to be afraid of the the uh, bullets that actually went through their house in the pre- in their previous house, um, and she uh, he he um, <laughs> gave her his his, his invisibility his, or his, an impenetrable cloak. Yes, to protect her from bad things happening to her, and which was very so cute. Cute. It's very cute, and tear to my which eye. makes Michael Pena my favorite character in this movie, but. Getting back to this. So she runs out of the house where Yinsen and Michael Pena are having like this debacle in the driveway. And she jumps up onto him, onto Michael Pena, and, and the gun goes Yinsen off. shoots the gun. And everybody, for about 30 seconds, thinks like, oh shit, he shot the daughter. What yeah. the fuck? And then, oh my God. Like, Danny's jaw you, was you on the saw fucking floor. Job. I'm just like... <laughs> No, they did not, not kill happen. the innocent little girl in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't. Luckily, yeah. but I fucking thought they did. Yeah. And I'm like, shit. And I'm like, what does this world come to? Yeah. No. But then, um, nothing happens. She's like, oh, I saved you, or whatever. Like the daughter says, I saved you, or something like yeah. that. And then they just go inside. Yinsen's just out on the driver, like, what the it's fuck like, just happened? I just tried to kill a girl, a <laughs> little like, girl. What the fuck just happened. <laughs> and like um but yeah then there's another scene with him and uh, yinsen and his daughter and she's like you just you you try to shoot a little girl what the fuck what <laughs> and she yeah and then we see a, a shot of like it's saying oh blanks oh yeah well oh sh- makes sense now yeah, yeah so, so I, but the, what i want to understand about this movie is like is the message that the movie's trying to send it, like what exactly is it trying to say because you can suck. I mean, yeah, I think mo- <laughs> like people just gotta stop being fucking dicks to each other. That's got like that's, that's like the main message. But specifically with Yinsen, what's the message there? Is it the fact that oh, we live in this like terrible system where insurance doesn't cover you for like things that aren't your fault? I think it's the language barrier, honestly. That's I, where I, I'm I going. I think the main thing is the language barrier and how that kind of affects like how I don't know how to say this. Um, like immigrants? No, it's not in that. It's just like the language barrier is hard for like people who weren't like haven't grown up in this country. So right. Like, like English is their second language, and it's it's kind of hard for them to understand certain words or certain phrases. Even I guess wh- whether it comes to like door or lock, as in this case. Right. So, and it's like 
I don't know. Like um, I'm saying, I'm 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 trying to decode. Is this is this like a pro assimilation message? Like, hey, if only Yinsen was more assimilated in the American culture and like understood the language better, would this have happened? Or is it the fact that he sh- he he was perfectly fine the way he was? It was the system that was set up with the insurance company not paying him back for this for this incident. Like, was that the issue? So I'm trying to like figure out what the movie trying to say. The- well, see, that's a good point. It doesn't I'm, really... I'm on the like, 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 Yinsen should have known English better. Like, yes. Yinsen should have studied his books better for this situation not to have happened. He's like, yeah, it sucks that like the insurance doesn't want to cover it. That that yeah. is like a, a part, another part of it that's fucked up because it's like, yo, his whole entire livelihood was destroyed mm-hmm. for like this small mistake yeah. that he made. But like, you know what I mean? So there should like, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a push and pull thing, and you can go either way on this issue. Like, let's let's leave it up to you as a listener to kind of see what that would be. I mean, if you've seen Crash, let us know what you think with that. Movie's a fucking doozy. Movie is a fucking doozy. <laughs> um, and let's get off Yinsen for a little bit. Um, let's go to the actual parts of like the cinematography and the filming. So, like, the editing and the writing in this movie is fucking fantastic. Like, yeah. the there's lots of match cuts, which I noticed this time around. Mm-hmm. Like, lots of them. Like, I like those. Like, say, you know, a door to another door or a car going past then to another car or whatever. Like, whatever it's supposed to be. And it's... <clears throat> those like, work well. But then the writing of Matt Dillon's character... Yeah. Is fantastic. The sort of true kind of like redemption like arc Big that redemption. we get in this movie. Yeah. And like so he starts off as like a cab, you know. Yeah, all all cap all cops suck basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all cops are bad. <laughs> or bastards, right? Yeah, let's yeah. It's it's that whole thing, like But it was before it was a thing though. That's the that's yeah, the thing. Two thousand four this movie came out. Yeah. So, so I mean, like this movie is definitely more relevant today than I think it was back then. Like, especially yeah. at the times we're living in now is in the last like year or two, honestly. Yeah. Like with the context of like, I mean, not saying that I personally believe, but like I'm saying the, the, but a lot of people believe is like with the un, um, unarmed black men shooting, like with the, um, with a cab, what they, it, 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 it adds a, a, a deeper layer Instead of it being like, I think in 2004, like it was more of like the potential to kill, like, like, um, especially with the, with the, when they're pulled over, with the racist cop pulls over Matt Dillon, he pulls over, um, Terrence Howard and Tanny Newton. Yeah. I think it was implied that, yes, something could have gotten out of hand, but like now that we've kind of lived through a lot of these like very publicized, um, shootings of unarmed black men. Yes. That, like there's more there's more of a real life threat to that or like like um it's more a parallel yeah of like Like what could happen you can definitely see it happening more yeah i mean not that it didn't happen as much back then we don't know we haven't looked at the statistics or anything i was like six when this movie came out so yeah like we we're not saying it didn't happen back then we're just saying that like 
we didn't know as much of, about it back then. Now that we're so desensitized to it as like, you know, we work in the news industry, we see this all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's very publicized, very publicized. And we've just, it's like, Oh yeah, this is a normal thing, which it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a normal thing that we see all this. Yeah. But that's just the way life is, I guess. Yeah. Um, back to, Okay, back to Matt Dillon for a second. So I um, I think I wrote something. Oh, whose character in this movie do you think did the best acting? Because I think it was Matt Dillon. He fucking killed it in his role. Hmm, that's a hard, that's a really hard one to answer. Um, I'm going to have to say Brendan. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, soy boy beta cock. Soy boy beta cock, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> and like, I'm not saying that as like the actor. I'm saying his character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say Matt Dillon. He he did like he. I I'm gonna say his character has the best writing. I'm not. I'm not necessarily because everyone the best acting. Everyone blows it out of the park with acting. I really yeah. Can't it, it's tell an ensemble movie job. for sure. But yeah, yeah. No, his definitely had the best writing for sure, hands down. But. Well, to see because this is more during an innocent time when I don't if I don't think if this movie was made today he would get any redemption. Yeah, okay. Because he's a cop, mm-hmm. and to so it's nice to see that like it's nice to see like 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 a racist unlearning racism. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. With the with his with the very victim that he victimized in the beginning. Mm-hmm. To see that like come full. So he realizes this is a person. I objectified this woman and I was using, I was like doing a terrible thing. Yeah. <laughs> during the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And then he's like, I just got to do my job. And like, I had to like explain to her, like, you're going to die if I don't help you here. Like, yeah. it's not that like she can't get herself out, but like she can't get herself out. Her seatbelt is stuck. He's the only one that can help her. Yeah. So, and and I think she understands that at that point. She's like, and the good, the cool thing about it is like, you can see Tandy Newton really pulls off the fear of like anyone, but you please anybody else. And he's like, there's nobody else. What, What are we supposed to fucking do here? And, you know, I just like the fact that like, I mean, I, um, I mean, I get I, with the whole. Uh, this kind of kind of ties into Ryan uh, Philippe's um, storyline, but like, I thought he, I thought it'd be a perfect opportunity for, um, for Matt Dillon to pick up the hitchhiker to really show to like kind of like show that like, oh, he's learned his lesson, like to really drive it home. Yeah, you know what I mean. Other than taking care of his dad, who's like incontinent on the <laughs> on the toilet. Yeah, but they <laughs> decided to have Matt Dillon's, like, expression go into Ryan Philippe's head and, like, wait till you've been on the force a few more years. See mm-hmm. what happens. Like, yeah. well, something happened for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, Ryan Philippe was like, oh, he's the good guy. He's he's the guy that's going to save the day. Nope. Yeah, I was rooting for him, like, oh, okay, so we have, like, uh, we, at least we have a good cop right here. You know, he's He's okay. And then no, he kind of turns out to be the worst. No. <laughs> yep, that's like he's oh. like the, he turns out to be the third worst in the movie. Yeah, it's like <laughs> oh, he shot Don Cheeto's brother. Oh, yeah. well, shit. You know, and yeah. like that's like um, 
And if we're going to talk, if we're relating it to like, you know, modern day, like situations like that, cops are in intense situations. And that's why I can understand why they, why they fear the worst. Yes. And that's, that's what Ryan and Philippe and his character did. It's very unfortunate that, you know, it's, it's the, hard. The context of the scene, he wasn't in the right, but he wasn't necessarily all, all in the wrong. He's like, I'll show you what's in my fucking pocket. Or, you know, he like the guy pulls yeah, out. <sighs> what do you think's gonna? What do you? Like, he's a cop. He's trained to think. He's off duty. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, it's it's a really hard situation, and he's a young cop, so it's like, oh fuck. Exactly. Well, like, you're in a fearful situation. What would you do, basically? Is well, what, yeah. What would what you do? Trying to get like, what would you do in this fucking situation? Like, yeah. I know. I don't care. And the movie wants to paint it as a racist scenario, but I think that's more of a human scenario. If anyone, if, if you pick up a hitch, everyone knows not to pick up a hitchhiker. Yeah. Like, I think like it's kind of common knowledge. Don't pick up it because you don't know who this person is. Yep. And, or even the other way around, you don't know who you're getting in the car with. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Serial killer. Like the seventies, like the seventies. Exactly. Yeah. That's how serial killers got around. Yeah. So, just, it's a very, it's, it, the situation was doomed to fail from the start. I knew something was going to happen, like, oh, he's picking him up. So, like, and, you know, and it, it wasn't Matt Dillon after he learned his, his racist ways. <laughs> he already unlearned his racist ways. So, it's Ryan Philippi, or Philip Philippe. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's. It's such a hard scene to watch. It's like, oh, no, what have you fucking You know, and then it's done? like, you fucking, he was holding oh. St. Christopher. Oh, no. He was laughing because he had a saying, Christopher, oh, yeah. fuck. And so that that part necessarily, I'm like, okay, I can look at the facts and I can see this is what the situation led up to because the um, Don Cheadle's brother, I don't know his name, he aggressively was, he was like escalating this, escalating the situation and he said, you want to know what's in my fucking pocket? And he went, to, he went for his pocket. Yeah, he doesn't know what's in his pocket, and then Ryan Philippe, being off duty, being a cop, of course he has a gun somewhere. Yeah, because he's off duty. It's unfortunate, and he shoots him, and it's unfortunate. So I can understand the 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 facts of the scenario, but what comes after? <laughs> completely unjustified. <laughs> completely unjustified. Yeah. He fucking throws him off the side of the road. Yep, drives him, him for field. dead. Yep. And then lights the car on fire. Like, it's like, oh my God. You just went through, like, buddy. oh, you just ruined your fucking career there, my guy. Oh my God. It's a buddy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and then, well, the, the scary thing is that he's still out there, he's still a cop. Mm-hmm. It's an unsolved murder. Yep. And he's still, he's still that like that's what the movie's trying to say. Like, hey, <laughs> these there's tar- terrible people on the police force, which I, I I believe there are some. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Trying to keep politics out of, but like, <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. And it's like, yeah, it's you just don't know, like, you never know who has a dark side and stuff like that, or who has exactly. who who's hiding something yeah. and that kind of thing. It's like, are you a serial murderer? I don't know. Are you? Are you? 
um, but yeah, um, so interesting fact I found on, I, on IMDb is uh, the director, Paul Haggis, he suffered a heart attack on set oh, <laughs> of this <nice>. movie. <laughs> Which scene? I don't know. I'm just curious. I, it didn't say, <laughs> but like he, he suffered a heart attack and it shut him down for two weeks. But like then he got right back and just finished the movie. Damn. It's like, all right, my guy, Jesus, you want to get this done? Well, I do agree. This, like, I mean, his drive to tell this story is kind of like, I don't want to, is it needed? Well, I mean, considering how relevant the story is today, I mean. Right. But I just had this thought. It's like Morgan Freeman and I'll get back to Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. He he always said like he said like don't talk about it. Don't talk about racism. It's only going to open up the wound even more. Yeah. So is this movie needed? I'm not I I'm not the one to really say if it is, but I'm saying if if it is needed, this is a good way to tell it, to tell that story. Yeah, maybe not at the time. But like, even if it came out today, I don't know how well it be it would be received. Honestly, like, I think it would be received pretty well because it it can appeal to all sides. Yeah, if if that makes any sense at all, if with this completely divided scenario that we're in nowadays. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell what it would be, but I. It won Best Picture for a reason, but like it, I think it came out at the wrong time. Yeah, like right now, if it came out today, it would be or even a few years ago, maybe maybe like even five years ago, it would still be relevant because it, there's it would be like a cultural touchstone, I think. Yeah, because it it just explains it, it just explains like the both sides, mostly one sides. I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not gonna lie, but mostly one side story about that. And like I, w- I told you about this while we we're watching this, like I wish it wasn't so anecdotal, but that's like th- just the medium. Because like if we're gonna show statistics, it's so I'm not sure. I'm not sure if like going into every situation, are people really like this? Because I know yeah. that I'm not like this, mm-hmm. and I know that a lot of people I know aren't like this. So for for the to me to believe, maybe maybe things are different in California. We maybe I don't know, but. I just know that pe- we as people just kind of aren't aren't automatically on guard to like every different race. Yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe we've we've progressed, which is I I hope so. Since two thousand four, maybe I it feel was like it's like a that. generational thing. Honestly, like different generations have different reactions to different groups of people. Honestly, like I, I don't know if that makes any sense in a way, but. What are you? It's so trying, dark. In trying here. to turn a light on. I'm yeah. trying to turn on a light. Hey yeah. Google, turn on the lights. Oh, oh, there we go. It was bright. Shut up. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um, I mean, those are the main things I want to talk about with the movie. Um, let's see here. I want to talk about how heartbreaking Don Cheadle's story is. Oh my god. <laughs> Poor like, Don Cheadle. Like, bro, he's trying. He's he's trying his best to figure out this case with with Lewis in with the with the cash and the tire. He's the glue that holds this whole movie together. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's he's got he's got that case. He's got looking for his brother, and then he's got taking care of his 
Alzheimer's ridden mother at the yeah. same time. And like, then that final scene where everything just comes together and he's like, like and he's like, Hey, my, bro- my brother just fucking died. He just got shot by some random dude, which we know exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. And she finds out and the mom finds out she's breaking down and then she's like, she doesn't want any help. And she's like, get, over, get the fuck away from me. You didn't do anything. You didn't find him soon enough. And then he's like, he came to my house. He delivered the groceries. Oh, like, bro. That was, that was Don Cheadle, bro. Oh. Like, it's so heartbreaking for him. Like, oh, he's like, he does all this shit. He's not appreciated and yep. he's blamed for it. It's just the, that's just like another thing with Alzheimer's. Like it's a terrible disease and it's like, it doesn't just, this movie isn't just about racism. It's about like diseases and stuff too. And it, it's just like awful. Like, oh my mm-hmm. God. It's just like every awful thing that could happen in this movie. Dude, it's, it it's fucking so jam packed with awfulness, but like it's so creative with the awfulness in ways yeah. that I never thought could come together. <laughs> And it's just like that's why that's why I I really do think this movie deserved best best picture. What I don't I really can't think of anything else that came out in two thousand four. But like, are you kidding? This Spider-Man movie, two. what Spider Man two? Oh, well, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know, Doc Ock. I mean, <laughs> no, this movie definitely like Shrek two. Okay, you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now this movie was ahead of its time as we've been saying throughout this podcast. Yeah. It's and so relevant now. It's, it's crazy. Oh, it's so relevant. But it's it's a great watch. It, I consider I I recommend this movie to most people I see. It's one of my favorite movies. Not my favorite movie, but it's one of my favorites. Yeah, which favorite movie is Dark Knight, right? That's what I have it on on Letterboxd as. I don't think I have one, but like yeah, Dark Knight's up there as well. I I I can't decide on favorites, you know, okay? Yeah. I, I can't decide on my favorite Marvel movie. I have the top three that rotate. That's my whole thing there. What is top three? I'm, I forgot. For Marvel? Yeah. Uh, I think it's Thor Ragnarok, um, Guardians mm. of the Galaxy 2. And, really? Yeah. And Infinity War. Okay. That Infinity, one, like, okay. Infinity War is it. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> well, that one's just amazing. I don't know how yeah. they made that movie, but Dude, made it so good. I... Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is just fantastic. And Thor Ragnarok just fucking blew me out of the water when I saw it. I was like, this is amazing. I love it. I've only it. seen it once. Oh, Ragnarok's so I, good, man. I just don't have the urge to see it again. You're a bitch, and I'm going to make you watch it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know it's good. But yeah, so since we're talking about these things, uh, what do you give this movie? Oh, geez, this movie. Um, <laughs> first of all, I just want to say that, like... Movie, this movie surprised the act, ever loving shit out of me. I never thought it would be this good. Like, well, I said in the movie, like, I want more. Mm-hmm. I want to see more. And I want to, like, it's weird as I'm invested in these characters in such a short time, and there's so many of them. Writing. Except for Soy Boy Beta <laughs> Cook, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Which, not is not the actor, the character. But I'm saying mm-hmm. this movie, like, it says so much. And it, I really can't, I can't put the word because it describes, it describes, I think what everybody's, not necessarily what, what it was happening. I want to make that clear, but, but what everybody's feeling Mm -hmm. and, and how like everyone thinks that everyone hates each other. And like, 
I think the message of the movie is to try to kind of come together as see each other as individuals. Yes. Which is what I'm always saying. Just see each other as a, as a individuality mm. and like it, you know, not as tribes and like yeah. not left and right and like mm. not black, white, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. I, I, I do. I do. You know, come together as a human race, whatever, blah, 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 all that shit. And see this movie be doing that in 2004 when like none of this was on our radar. And like, I didn't, I didn't think we'd have to have this conversation. Um, that's why I give, I'm, you know, I'm going to surprise you. Oh, I'm going to give it a 95. That's funny. Cause that's what I was going to get. 95. I was going to give it a straight 95 as well. Dan, is this our second five star movie? This might be. And that's Dark gonna, that's are, gonna really surprise you, isn't it? It it, it surprised <laughs> it the shit did. out of me. But yeah, so I give it a ninety-five just because of the editing and the writing of this movie is fucking fantastic. The ensemble could not have been well like better done. Like hate Sandra Bullock, but like she did <laughs> She's such, awful. She did such a good job acting her character for the five minutes she was in the movie. Yeah. Um Terrence Howard did good with what he was given. Yeah. Don Cheadle also, glued it all together. I just want to add to this the Terrence Howard's story, because we didn't really talk too much about his story. Um, him kind of lecturing Ludacris is like, you embarrass me, you embarrass yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fuck it. You know, because like that's one that's like my criticism of like of like Car- Ludacris's character right in the beginning where he's like, Man, like that white lady didn't pour any of us coffee just yeah. because we're black. And yep. then he curves into the stereotype of the black person stealing the car. And it's like, well, what do you want from me? What are you trying to tell me movie? Yep. And then you have Terrence Howard, who's the upstanding, upstanding black citizen director doing himself, yeah. you know, just doing him. And then he has to deal with Matt Dillon, the racist cop. And he has to deal with the bitchy white actor who wants the scene to better benefit him. That's what I got from that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's just dealing with these kind of everyday <sighs> stereotypes, shoot me, stereotypes, microaggressions. That too, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I hate that word, but I guess that's what they're called. Um, to see him lecture, like, like, hey, we need to do better. You know what I mean? And like, that it's a good message to tell. And I and like, I want I want it to be more of a more of like directed just specifically at Ludacris and not him as not like black people in general, which I, but I know that's what the movie's going for. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted to be directed at that. But it's like, don't do this shit. Cause it's bad. Not don't do this because it makes us look, look bad. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I just think that was just like a great, like kind of ex- like or period on, on his exclamation, point. exclamation point yeah, on yeah, his, on his story. Yeah. So no, no, I agree. Like, and oh, this was just so good. I saw this in eleventh grade for crying out loud in my creative writing class. So like, like damn, <laughs> like this is one kind of movie to watch in your eleventh grade creative writing class. And like, I was like, well, shit. All right, cool. It's like, heavy. Like it was. It was very heavy. But like the writing, it's some good writing. I I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean. Um, but yeah, 95 for me, 95 for Danny, like, damn. Toy Boy Beta Cook. And that was our Crash Podcast. Yeah, my, my birthday movie. Happy birthday to them. 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 Happy bir
Okay. Merry Christmas. It's only Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. How was your birthday? My birthday? Um, It was uh, quiet. Nice Good for quiet. you. Yes. It's quiet. I mean, we can we only get so much solitude nowadays. Yes. So, yes. Especially when I'm around because I just go. Eh, eh, eh. I guess. I don't know. One of these days, I'm going to cut your vocal cords out. Please do it. Right yeah. now? Yeah. Fuck okay. It. Whatever. I sure would you get it. <laughs> so we're Movie Drunks. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the handle at Movie Drunks Cast. I'm Dan. I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny underscore Wass or on my YouTube channel, Danny Wass. And also find us at Letterboxd. Uh, we're at Movie Drunks. What else? <laughs> oh, yeah. Next week's movie. <laughs> next week's movie. That's fine. Well, step. No. You don't? No. Okay. Nope. Nope. I'm Supper. I'm here. I'm somewhere. She's always somewhere. You're here, but you're somewhere? Yeah. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Oh, that's what you meant. Somewhere. I don't know. Figure it out. Fair enough. Figure it out. But yeah, fucking figure it out. Um, But yeah, (laughs) next next week we're going to watch this uh, guy who goes around with his whip and uh, goes on adventures raiding tombs. Raiding tombs. Yeah. We're going to watch one of the four movies that... uh, are currently out from the series. By the way, he loves snakes. He's got a really cool eye. He does love snakes. <laughs> yeah, it's very quiet right now. I don't understand why. Um, He's got a really cool hand. <laughs> yeah, quiet. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's coming up next for us. So, uh, Happy birthday, Dan. Thank you. I was going to say bye, but that works too. Okay, happy birthday. Goodbye. Happy birthday. Cheers, bitch. Ah.